This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. This week, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is making a return to video games. Dynasty Warrior is coming to theaters in Hong Kong and China. We get our first look at Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's latest DLC. And in our final stage, I check out the latest roguelike adventure known as Curse of the Dead Gods. All this and more. As ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. everybody and welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah hope everybody's having a great week it's a really nice outside this week especially here in philadelphia i can't speak for everywhere else but i know here in philly in the delaware valley it's just some of the best weather we've had in some time and it's given an air of positivity going on it's a lot going on lately and um just just feels like good things are coming and i hope that is the case i know for me it's going to be good because next week i am going to get my first vaccination so i am very excited and happy about that more than i was to possibly get a playstation 5 so uh i i can't look because i love playing games all day but i also love getting outside and being able to breathe easily and feel safe so if you haven't done it yet please go out of your way to do it and if you're not confident yet research do the science talk to people in the field like research on the internet hard but understand that this is a need for all of us to be safe um and i'm saying this as an african-american man because i know in our community there are some people who are a little bit scarce about it rightfully so but you still got to do your research you can't just be scared for the sake of being scared or just based on what's happened in the past you still got to do your research and as a person who has a client who is the director of health in new jersey uh who also is taking the vaccine and is still out doing her thing right now i can attest that like it you know you nothing has happened and since the first person who's ever taken the, uh the vaccine injection nothing has happened to her so i mean just do your research you know i i totally understand it but we need to all be outside we want to go back to uh comic book conventions we want to get out to you know events and go to stores and go to malls and do everything and have social engagements again without the worry it's a definite need so please take it seriously if you are afraid go out and do it 
That's all I'm going to say about that. We got some news to talk about today in this episode, like I said in the uh, intro. Plus, we got to talk uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. And, you know, I was a little bit wary about wanting to play that game because it just looks too much and too familiar of a game I just played last year and totally enjoyed. And it just came off like with the clone vibes. But there are some comparisons and contrasts that I will talk about in our final stage. So we'll be talking about that as well. Plus, I have some funny... I had a funny little question that I had on our ACMG Facebook group regarding parents and kids and PlayStation 5. So I'll talk about a little of that near the end of uh, this segment. But let's talk some news right now because possibly one of the most exciting things to come out this week, in my opinion, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming back to with another video game. Uh, the last video game I believe they came out with was from Platinum Games. And um, that was awesome. It was awesome. They kind of made that based upon the actual comic book series with the actual look and feel of it. It was a 3D based game. Platinum Games is awesome. Love one of my favorite, favorite uh, game developers out there. They did Astral Chain and Transformers Devastation and stuff like that. Well, another one of my favorite companies um, lately, as of lately, especially of last year, is coming out with a new Turtles game are the people who brought you Streets of Rage 4. They're teaming up with Nickelodeon to bring the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in a retro arcade beat-em-up style. Uh, if you guys grew up when I did, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, was one of the most awesome experiences you could have. It was the game, it was one of the first games that you've seen from a visual standpoint, from, from an accurate standpoint. Like, when we used to play these video games back in the um, 80s, back when the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System and Sega Master System came out, we had to use our imagination along with the ability to play these games because a lot of it didn't look as beautiful, as accurately beautiful as it does now. Like, we didn't have games that, like, we wanted to play Transformers. We had a game that was like an 8-bit game but it didn't it couldn't it didn't have the ability to look exactly like it so we had to allow our we had to suspend our disbelief in some cases to enjoy it the way it is um but when teenage mutant like um who was it midway that came out with that game somebody i think midway yeah, it was definitely midway i think midway came out with that game the arc the actual first arcade game of teenage mutant ninja turtles and it was it was like much like i like it did with um Russell Fest back then it blew us away because it had these you know it was an arcade cab and it had um the main board it was very powerful it came had this it was able to create recreate pixels that allowed the character design to look exactly like the actual cartoon and if you watched the old school cartoon from back in the day and you that it, it looked exactly the feel everything all the characters everybody they even had some of the voices in there it looked it, it resembled the whole thing so you, it really you really became invested in that arcade game and then shortly after turtles uh in time came out which was the sequel and that is literally everybody's favorite because it took you everywhere they even made a remake of it a while back for the uh xbox and the playstation but then for some reason it was a 3d version it was actually pretty darn good but for some reason they took it off the market i was not able to play that game anymore i, I still don't understand the mystery of that of what happened with that but turtles in time is a time honored 
arcade hit and just one of those beat up games much like the uh, x-men game where you know you have these you know these layer panels where you could go you know in different directions in, in this 2d like stage um and it was just it was you could move around a lot more free it, was, it wasn't like 2d side scrolling it was just basically a beat up pay you know panned camera view and such and i it was just such an awesome experience and now we get that again we get it again uh by the company who created who came out i should say published streets of rage 4 and that is uh dotemu uh which they announced it this week with a really awesome trailer uh that is coming out in a new arcade style beat em up that re- that reminiscence more up uh, not exactly it doesn't really when you look at it it looks awesome but it doesn't resemble exactly the arcade version more uh, more as the uh, like a snes version a super a super nes version of the game which is still awesome because the super nes was able to handle that type of arcade power back then so um they're a little bit smaller than they like a tiny bit shorter in sprites uh design than they were before but it still looks great it still has all of the same nostalgic feel that the arcade games had and this time it's going to be developed by uh a company called tribute i know when people thought uh dotemu and streets of rage 4 that they thought that it would probably have the same look as streets of rage 4 which was done by lizard cube and in particular ben Paquette, uh, ben Fiquette, who was a guest on this show uh last year when he he's the art director of uh that but no they're not taking over this one uh tribute games is doing this one what i when i looked up that company i got really excited because uh they made another game that i was very familiar with that i reviewed last year and that was uh, panzer paladin which was a 2d side-scrolling retro game uh that was based on like a mech-based type of experience and it was awesome I absolutely love that game. Um, There was a lot of great mech games last year out there. So, um, yeah, it was, I I really enjoyed it. And that, to me, when I found out that they were the ones behind it, I was even more excited about wanting to play this game because I know that they'll do this justice. And if you've seen the trailer, which is out now, it looks awesome. The latest game entitled Shredder, uh, Shredder's Revenge, will include all of your favorite turtles except jenica i'm really i didn't they did not show jenica on there which is for those who read the comics jenica is the fifth turtle the female the first female all right technically the second female turtle because they had that that saban tv series um with venus de or whatever uh in there too but she's the female turtle of the group the newest member of the group that's in the comics which um has not been announced but hopefully she will be a dlc or hidden character in the game i bet you know these new gamers don't know what the hell a hidden character is <laughs> they don't do hidden characters anymore and now just think about it every what was once hidden characters is now called dlc now you got to pay for this stuff <laughs> back then it's like when you played a video game and you beat a game or you beat a game under certain conditions they unlock new characters they don't do that anymore they're like no we we y'all gotta pay (laughs) so um also coming back 
are your favorite Foot Clan members, including Bebop Rocksteady, along with some new characters that we saw in the trailer as well. So looks like we're going to get a bunch of new things coming. Like I said, that's why I hope Jenica comes back. Because Jenica, was, like, if you've read the, the recent comics, Jenica is an awesome character. I really, really love uh, what they did with this character. And uh, I, I, I enjoy it immensely. So um, the upcoming game is said to be coming in both pc and game consoles and no word on when it will be released but they did say 2021 so let's cross our fingers and hope because it looked like the, it looks like the game is coming along and again like i said here's the thing i'm eager to have this game in every game that comes out but if any event that this game does not come out please take into consideration that there might be some things that's going on so and I'm saying this because of what the this, the experience that that Mike Herman, who was on the show last week, um, has gone through and is still going through in the process of these um, games. Like, if you don't understand what's going on behind the scenes, you know, just have a little bit more consideration for what's coming out. I mean, hopefully it will come out in 2021, but you never know. These things are all crazy, especially when it comes to indie developers and stuff like that. You know, it, it's really hard. You got to... There's some things you can you know forgive and some things you can't you know so we'll see but these guys are pretty good so far <laughs> and uh, i look forward to this so I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that when it comes out let's talk dynasty warrior dynasty warrior <laughs> i've been playing this game since the very first one in the on a playstation when it was a fighting game when it was a 2d side scrolling fighting game <laughs> 3d fighting game at that and then it just turned by the time it went to the playstation 2 it turned into something bigger and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and koi tecmo has turned it into a literally a dynasty of its own and i really enjoy these games and i'm at a time i was actually i actually plateaued my fandom it, it diluted because it just you know they started just coming out with the same game the same dynasty warrior game after a while and it got boring but now they they learned from that they started adding more elements to each game and then it became so successful that other license they were getting licenses to you know have other game our anime franchises or other franchises coming on they now have zelda uh they got oh Zel what is it zelda they have uh, Fist of the North Star. I mean, they got One Piece. All these different game uh, anime companies are inspired, you know, elements that are now using this engine, this Dynasty Warrior engine and everything. And it's been around for a long time. And I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would see that they would be coming out with a movie. Like a legit, like actual movie. In, in full Marvel cinematic form. <laughs> a trailer just released just released not too long ago uh announcing that this movie is coming out the cult classic hack and slash game is heading to theaters in hong kong coming in april 29th and then in china released uh which is scheduled for the 30th the trailer looks absolutely amazing you got to go out of your way to check it out fans uh who who have been playing this game for quite a while uh, will love this because it shows all of the characters from the game based on the romance of the three kingdoms as well as all of these special effects and action that is very familiar with the uh, game's action-based gameplay uh you know this is a great we're in an era we can all make this happen now like everything that you've seen on cartoons or anime or you know uh 
comic books, we are now able to see it. This is a great time to be a fan. I, I, I haven't said that in a long time, but that is absolutely the truth here. So I love this. It, it looks amazing. It looks It looks like the, the actual game that we're accustomed to and play, just taken up to a higher volume. And if you watch any great Hong Kong films, you know that they're, they're gonna they're gonna put it all go all out. Uh, the movie just looks amazing. It's very I'm very excited to see some of my favorite characters, including Lo Bo. If you play Dynasty Warrior, you know that that dude is the man. It's the man that you want to team up with, but never want to face. <laughs> he he's kind of like um, I, I don't I I guess you could say the M Bison of the game in a sense uh he like if you have to face him he comes at you hard he's very powerful he has the presence of power it's intimidating <laughs> but that's one of the main characters that you see in the trailer as well and like you see him taking out hundreds hundreds of uh, soldiers and, and and warriors in the game it's just awesome um it is believe that it was slated to come out in 2019 because there was a trailer according to game informer the first trailer appeared back in 2018 and it was believed that it was slated to come out in 2019 but there were some delays preventing it and of the original release followed by 2020 and you know what happened there so um if you watch any modern action pack hong kong flicks like storm riders man you're in for a treat like storm riders was my movie it was when i first got um I forgot how I found out about Storm Riders, but Storm Riders is a martial arts extravaganza. It's a spectacle. It is martial arts meets Dragon Ball meets, you know, um, like Fist and It's just a, an amalgam of different uh, martial arts type of movies mixed with some anime type, you know, special effects and action. And it is awesome. Cloud, Wind, Conquer, all that. Like, but the action scenes were just something that we haven't seen. It was like, it it was it, it did with it did for Hong Kong martial arts films with the Matrix did for just films in America in general. It just like stepped up the game that you could add this element into the martial arts and add on something more. So uh, this kind of plays along the Storm Riders type of deal. And I, by the way, like I said, if you haven't watched Storm Riders, go out of your way to check it out. They have both the live action movie, which is awesome beautiful music and beautiful action but also an anime that came out with it as well which i believe the anime is available on amazon prime so it just go out of your way to check it out it's just it's it's tremendous um there unfortunately is no mention of a western release although i don't expect it to come out in theaters anytime soon what i do predict if it is coming out if it is to be released in the states that i wouldn't be surprised if this turns up on Netflix because Netflix has acquired a lot of shows and movies from Japan and from Hong Kong and China as of late and um, this looks like something that will definitely I hope that that's the case I hope that they get it because I think it'll be fitting for Netflix because now they invested in so much of these type of this genre uh, as well as the anime genre as well I, I would love to see it uh, in subtitle in subtitle or in you know uh, dubbed it's, I think they'll do a great job working with this and it's just right up their alley so hopefully we can get to see this in the states soon but I think the reason why I don't think it's coming to the, to the states is because it's a cult game like I don't see I really don't see it making a lot of money 
in a box office unless it's in like like uh kind of like indie theaters or something like that but it's probably better being seen on netflix where people can choose to check it out and they can do a full advertisement of it i think it'll be worth it it'd be awesome on there so all right let's move on to dragon ball news here dragon ball kakarot announced its new i'm sorry i should say its next dlc pack and it is not what many thought it would be the latest dlc story arc is based on the trunks saga entitled trunks warrior of hope which is which takes fans to trunks's timeline where he's where we see goku die from a heart condition during the uh android invasion as a result the androids completely wreak havoc on uh the z warriors while destroying all of pepper town uh for their own game it is up to trunks adult gohan and bulma to find a way to defeat all of them and keep them from destroying the planet while this is actually a favorite of the dbz fans like the truck saga is really awesome it is um many hope bandai namco would present the tournament of power which was one of the great which had at least one of the greatest dragon ball battles in history with goku versus jiren which led to goku turning into ultra instinct mode I'm really surprised that they didn't do that or they have yet to do that because, you know, they recently released the two other story arcs based on Dragon Ball Super, uh, which debuted Super Saiyan God, uh, Goku and Vegeta, Barris and uh, Whis, um, as well as Frieza in his golden form. So I don't understand why, he, you know, we felt it. I felt like it was going to be a, a done deal that they would move on to rather even the Goku uh, Rose saga which i wasn't too much of a fan of it wasn't the best of the super bunch but the tournament of power was an absolute definite and with the beautiful you know arts you know the beautiful uh character design and animation that they did for the game i think having the tournament of power and having a jiren versus goku battle will be so epic for that game so i mean i i'm, I'm not knocking it because here's two things that i love about them coming out with the trunk saga one it's it it is an awesome saga i love the way that they're telling the the, the depiction of the storytelling in the game but also my good man gal uh cal a bear is going to be in the game and it's going to be mostly focused on him and trunks and this was the also the saga that we got to see gohan in his full form and and like the form that we always wanted to see gohan in like taking over as the goku character you know uh rank so this is kind of the awesome thing we you know kyle bear is going to be you know reprising his role as gohan in here and uh i'm looking forward to it I, I am looking forward to it but i hopefully that also later on that they will eventually come out with other story arcs because i would you know the game is fun enough for me to want to you know be able to enjoy those games i love this story it wasn't the best in terms of gameplay like like xenoverse is way better in comparison to that but just the presentation was so great in this game that it's worth um investing and i'm so glad that it, this was the game that i got the first game of 2020 that i got and i was happy i was happy because i was a little bit worried because prior to that the the year before that i believe it was jump force that i got and i spent like over 100 bucks on and you know the results of jump force i mean i know there are some people who like it but after the fact of it not being finished and 
it was you know they had to patch it up majorly for multiple times and they still have won't allow you to play the story mode over again so i was highly upset at that but uh this one eased my comfort i was a lot more comfortable i really enjoyed this game i love playing it so it's it's and it's very peaceful to play it's a, you know the music in the game is the theatrical soundtrack that they use for the actual um tv series and it could be very tranquil to just fly across areas and everything every so often too so it uh it is pretty cool so um this is expected to come out in summer 2021 the uh dlc for um kakarot also released uh the dragon ball card warriors card blast 2 which is the latest update card battle game which is out now i no, I wasn't really a fan of that in a sense. It didn't have a lot of the presentation that you got from the Xenoverse card battle game that they have. The, the I guess the Coliseum. I forgot the, the get name of that one, but also the uh, the the Switch version, which is the Dragon Ball here Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Missions game, which is absolutely phenomenal. It's like the best game I uh, card battle game I played since um, SNK versus Capcom Card Fighter, which cross your fingers i'm hoping they bring that out now that they brought in snk versus capcom and if you haven't played that go uh let's just do a petition trust me it is a very fun game but uh you know this is just some extra content from people to have so i don't mind it i don't mind it at all so um you know i'm looking forward to that as well last bit of uh, last discussion i want to talk about it's not in news this is a, uh, a gaming discussion that i had on our acmg facebook group and regarding parents and kids and i'll explain this so on our acmg facebook group i tend to ask some questions every once in a while i came across on um on social media a picture a very funny cute picture of this playstation 5 that was scribbled on with kids art it is actually cute art it is actually some really cute art in there but Everybody has their own opinion about what they see visually and how they react to this. And it was very interesting from a psychological type of way, I guess. Um, I'm going to use some pseudo psychology right now in this because <laughs> I'm not a professional psychologist or a psychiatrist at all. But uh, I did kind of psychoanalyze this a bit. But I posted this on an ACMG Facebook group, asked the question, if you woke up and found out your kid did this without your permission, what would you do? Now, here's the funny thing about this, because parents or people in general, when they see this and they see a question, they read a question like that, a lot of people first thought is beat your kid. That's not where I wanted them to go. It could be, and if they answer that, that's their answer. But it's not the only answer you could ask. You could you could answer to the question. But it's amazing that people immediately goes to that first question, even if they didn't say it. And what we got here, what we got here, was a lot of people commenting on this. 123 comments in this post of people. Most majority of them, not all of them. There were some, there was a minority of people who actually had some really cool ways to handle the situation. Everybody else in this group 
were BSing like nobody's business. And it was, I found it hilarious because all of them tried to brush it off like it was nothing. Like it was, uh, <laughs> like, like kids were be kids, that type of thing. And I'm like, that is the beyond the most BS thing I've ever seen. My thing, and I had to say this, I had to say this. It was like, it sounds like parents today will basically allow their kids to do anything they want with no appropriate form of reprimanding or lecturing or disciplining, or you're trying to save face from not being put into Facebook jail or canceled. <laughs> I got a few people when I said that actually liked that comment because they know that people were BSing. One in particular, my wife looked at uh, the actual uh, comment and she's met one of the members of the group and who actually also commented and said kids will be kids, that type of thing. And she immediately like, oh no, I know that's BS because I've met her before and I know <laughs> she would be angst. Like, it doesn't have to be beat your kids. It never had. There's so many other ways to handle the situation of telling a kid why that is wrong to do. While it is cute as hell, it may be. It is just not to do because if you just like the, the, the most common. Here's the thing. The most common answer that was said in this post and it. It, 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 it amused me, but infuriated me because it's like, I don't believe you at all. I, and so, and I, quite a few of the members in the group, I know for sure, as long as it works, it's good. That is not an excuse to allow uh, any kid to vandalize anything in the house. So my thing is basically, so that means you'll allow them to write on the walls and as long as the wall's okay and it, there has to be a, a a common ground to this and i won't shout out his complete name but my man chris who i know forever <laughs> also put in the comment as long as it works it's still good now i also had to take into consideration as well that not maybe not everybody who's answering is a gamer Maybe the gaming thing is not the answer to what triggers, what might trigger them. Chris, in this point, I had to make mention of this because I know he's not a gamer like that. He's into comics. He's into some other things. Gaming is not exactly his forte out of the four letters of fandom. You know, everybody in ACM in ACMG Facebook group doesn't like all things anime, comics, movies, games. Some may be more otaku and in anime. We might have some comic book fanboys and girls. We ha might have some movie buffs. And then we got some gamers. So, as I know Chris not being a gamer, I had to switch it up. I had to switch it up to something that I know he may be actually into. My man Chris is a sneakerhead. And you know, if you know the term sneakerheads, you know that these are people who collect rare, expensive sneaks. I mean, like, like they can run up to like maybe three, two, two, three hundred to $2,000 to $4,000, depending on what the shoe is, the rarity of it, <laughs> you know? So I asked him, what if your kid did the same thing to a rare pair of sneaks that you paid for, that you can't get again? Oh, that changed things absolutely <laughs> he said i'm kicking ass <laughs> pretty much so you know maybe the council is not exactly the, the i guess the mcgovern item that you would probably pick but damn sure you're not just gonna say if it still works that's all that matters that is not a good answer 
it sounds like the more diplomatic, peaceful PC PR answer to do, but it's no way, shape, or form the best answer. I, I you know, it took to my man Matt credit. He posted a gift where you know somebody's like, eh, you know, a little bit of a little bit of B, you know, <laughs> you know, it's 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 just it's hilarious. As long as it's not damaged, clean it off, keep it moving. No, that is not a good answer and i had to follow that up with that another person said uh, kids are kids N- no that's not a good answer that's not a good answer at all that looks like a one to seven year old did it <laughs> and first of all i can tell this person didn't have kids because from one to seven all right maybe seven at best maybe six at best maybe five slightly and if you draw, if you if you were able to draw like what these kids did, then you may have talent of a prodigy, of an artist in the, in the making. First of all, two, one to three. First of all, you can't even year one. You don't you don't have, that kid doesn't have the ability to even grab on to a pencil or no, don't have the cognitive ability to hold a pencil or a, a crayon or whatever. One to three does not have that ability. Two, what the hell are you doing giving a kid a crayon at that age? We well, you know what they do with that. They will eat that. <laughs> okay, so you don't give them that. By the time you reach maybe five or six, seven, that's when it, you start giving them that ability to do it, but you also got to monitor them as well. So no way to hell they should even have that because you, you know, it, it's, you just don't. So you just can't. And, and, and again, I can tell that this dude didn't have a, um, a kid at all. You know, it, it just can't. He also said punishment may be the factor and, and to replace what you owe. It would be good, but they're, you're saying they're one to seven. They don't have the ability to earn that money back. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem there. Um, it, it, it's just, it, it, it was just killing me like people. It's okay to say that you're going to discipline your kid. That's what you should be saying. Now, maybe not in the form of corporal punishment, but there should have been better answers than this. And a lot of these people are parents our parents in here too um it's just, it's just very questionable so you're gonna allow people to actually do like no i i will read some and there were some people i i admire the people who were like straight up i admire the people who were making who were joking about it i think the people who were joking about it were i trust them more than the people were because you know they're joking about it but it's like they're not gonna really <laughs> you know um my, one of my favorites, Tasha, had the best answer of this whole entire thing. First, we would get we would get uh, the one who did it to admit it. By the looks of it, that was a six year old. She was she will write a letter of apology to me, and not uh, in in no tablet time for six days. Uh, I'd take a picture, then uh, try to clean it up. That was to me was the best answer you could have possibly given. And I love Tasha's detective work in here. And that's how this is an experienced person. She does have like about three kids, if I'm correct. So she's probably, you know, saying this based on experience alone. Uh, the detective, the mommy detective work was awesome in that one. Um, 
there were some fun there were some really funny ones here some of them like funny i can't even say um somebody did say they would give an old school beat down but i know um that's not what we want but i'm really glad that they have you know they've said what they said <laughs> so um my man Nash, he actually he was one of the first dudes to be straight up like he blamed him he would blame himself because why would i have all that stuff around to give him like he said i blame myself for not putting out out of the ch uh, ch child's reach i i'll never understand parents who complain about their kids breaking their stuff and and leave it out where it's easy to access to it uh he also said uh he do his best to make sure that the kids know that it's not right to touch his things the best answer him and tasha had the best answer meanwhile everybody is like everybody else is coming up with like these these bullcrap answers it's like come on man like my man joey who's an established artist an incredible artist like he has artists in the gallery he's actually sold you know uh pieces to josh brolin and stuff like that he said well first of all he doesn't have kids either i just want to point that out but he said i'd i'd, I'd have them sign it and seal it uh with cl uh, clear and uh that's a true treasure i totally now his answer may sound bs but i can totally believe him because he does eccentric things like that he isn't he's a, a like an artist like not a graphic designer not a you know content creator in that sense he is an actual painter he paints canvases he does like all that so he's into doing eccentric you know and, and, and abstract things like that and i believe him but at the same time you can't there's going to be something that they're going to that they're going to do that's going to really be that point that it's like okay now you have to sit down with him and tell him why but all this if it still works it's okay like come on this, this is just utterly bull i gotta put my man out there my man anthony <laughs> put up a gif of akuma of the scene where on street fighter 2 where uh ryu and uh and bison is about to fight but akuma comes up and hits him with the raging demon <laughs> so you know somebody else put the mommy dearest clip and if you don't know what that is that is just horrible so i mean honestly people you have to teach your kids not to do stuff like that that's just plain and simple if it's not if you don't and just let it ride it's not just going to be the playstation it's going to be you playing that same playstation while they're drawing on your walls in the back because you just brush it off and i know that any of these parents would not allow that to happen it's utter bullcrap i i won't believe it it's and shout out to everybody who came off truthfully about it who came up with so many better answers which was only a, a minor few probably only the two that i mentioned to be honest but yeah come on man that's just that's that's i question your parenting in this case and i know a lot of you are great parents out there so it's just that you don't want to be real on social media and you don't want to put yourself out there and you don't want to be canceled all right i get it that's great but there, that doesn't mean that there's not a better way to handle it or maybe it's just that you don't know another way to handle it maybe it's time that you find a better way of handling that because if you did have a better way of handling it it wouldn't have been a problem and you wouldn't be just saying if it still works it that's all that matters you could tell the people who actually had kids and then Nash, i don't believe is a father either but he had enough sense to understand and know what to do you could tell that people like tasha 
came in, understood it, had the experience and knew how to handle it in a better way other than the mindset of beat your kids because that it, it, it's just a testament of, you know, how you grew up in what era we grew up in as well. But there are other ways that you can handle the situation. Absolutely. You know, there are other ways to punish. I remember there was an episode of The Simpsons where Bart kept getting in major trouble and Marge needed a, a way to punish him. So instead of beating him, which didn't work, instead of um, grounding him and keeping him in his room, didn't work. She did the almost awesome thing at the time. She read a book said the 21st century ways to punish your kid. And one of them was take all of your save data from your video game and erase it. Do you know how much, how criminal that is? Like you probably got, if you look at my library and if somebody was to erase all of my save data and I had to play every one of those games all over again. And, oh my God, that would crush me. That would crush me to death okay so there are other ways to, to, to really make sure a kid won't do it again you know you can really find ways to imprint the idea that this was wrong i don't want to do it again i'll do better next time plain and simple folks that will do it for this segment we're going to take a break come back and i am going to enter the final stage as we talk about and give my thoughts on curse of the dead gods how did it's quote unquote Haiti-esque game followed up. We'll find out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Welcome to the final stage of Select Start as we review Curse of the Dead Gods. This game is developed by Past Tech Games and published by Focus Home Interactive. This is a roguelike survival horror action game that takes your no-name character into a temple full of riches, internal life, and powers beyond belief. However, this game comes with a price. As the deeper you delve into the tombs, the higher the possibility your character will encounter a curse depending on your level of greed. While you explore different tombs, you can also collect relics and weapons to help you prolong your survival. And you know, each time that you enter this tomb as well. The idea is to make sure that you end without becoming fully corrupted and cursed by the time you reach the boss levels. Um, what I do like about this is that when you look you're going through this area map and the area map allows you to pick and choose which direction you want to go and depending on where you go you'll have a different gameplay uh experience and handicap with you so 
you know, it is always a challenge within it. But I like the area map because it almost plays like an old school board game style of ga uh, gameplay, which I like. So it's, you know, this is like playing Sorry or 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 Monopoly. If you hit you go into somebody's property, you will be penalized. You will be punished. In this case, you will be cursed or something bad will happen to you. You know, you got to be careful with that. The gameplay. Let's talk about that. The game's strength is fully on its gameplay, which for many who enjoyed last year's award-winning game Hades from Supergiant Games, you will recognize a lot of the control scheme and play schematics and style. If you watch the trailer of the game, you will immediately think uh, this is Hades. This is a Hades clone, and in some cases, it is. There is, a, you know, you know, you play the game. It does. There's some aspect of the control scheme that remotely plays like that. And somewhat of the art style kind of looks like that of Hades in a sense. Um, that really hard cell shaded look with the environment and the character, you know, design, the frame rate, everything. It does play like that. It really does. And it just, it, you know, that's what kind of kind of took me almost I almost didn't play it because I'm like, I, don't, I just played Hades. I really enjoyed Hades. This looks like something I've already played like literally but there are some contrasts to the gameplay that slightly separates itself uh from the hellbound game such as the stamina system uh this gives your character five points uh which you can use to attack evade or defend with full force and velocity now the problem is that <laughs> you have to be cautious when using your stamina because it, once it empties your um your stamina you can't you know all of the deadly attacks will not be as strong it won't be as powerful you'll be sluggish and slow as you're trying to maneuver around these little areas where all these you know enemies are coming at you fast paced so and also not only that there's environmental elements in there that also come out and, and, and try to attack you swiftly in your path so but very similar to Hades and uh, in either other games like Dead Cell, if you die, you return back to the beginning, but you don't come without just yourself. Um, you will come back a little bit more powerful than before. Each time you journey through the temple, you will be able to use like a variety of weapons such as swords, spears, bows, guns, which will provide you with a different experience and handicap every single time along with the fact that you have to choose which direction you want to go in the area map and make sure that you it's, it's such a crazy thing i do love the way that they balance the game play around with it as well so i mean there's a lot of positive a lot of positives to this game and it you know very arcade like as well once you make it to the top you will face a insanely deadly boss uh who will give you a rewarding challenge now of course, when you go through the first time, you will not be beating this. So it's like one of those games that you got to be. It's OK to lose because the more you lose, the stronger you become. This is think the Incredible Hulk, like every time he gets beat or uh, not even better. Think Goku and the Saiyans, like every time they get their ass beat, they pretty much become stronger than before. This is kind of on the same kick. It's like every time you die, you come back not only smarter than before. You understand what you're going through, but you also have new weapons you also you new relics new abilities um you got a lot of rpg elements that will help you uh you know become stronger it's not as deep as say dead cells is when it comes to you know the weapons and, and accessories and stuff that you get but it, it's it's uh it's not it's not as bad it's still good but it's nothing each weapon that you get doesn't really 
each weapon is pretty much the same. That's I think that's one of the the negatives of the game is that the the weapons that you get the there if you play this game and you played Hades, but even Dead Cells, when you get different weapons, each weapon gives you a different feel. Not in this game, in the sense that every game you have this, it takes away the same amount of power. Or there's nothing really too much um, to it as much, but just the way that is provided and at best. But when it comes to taking away, you know, uh, HP to the to the enemies that you face, it's about all the same. So um, the presentation, like I said, while I love the gameplay, while the gameplay is stellar uh, of a any roguelike game that you've ever played, a, a fans. Um, could want i still felt less invested in this game due to the lack of narrative and character development here this is more of an arcade type game it's like if you're looking for something that provides the the depth of hades you're not going to find it here unfortunately um this is the reason for that and it's the reason for that that uh, maybe due to the fact that I had a great experience with Hades is the reason why I'm kind of a little bit off on this one. I wasn't too invested in this one because Hades came out first and the game rewarded fans with a lot to invest in, such as char- great characters, narrative, dialogue, music, uh, and, and the soundtrack, along with the great voice acting. Compared to Hades, Curse of the Dead feels a bit hollow. Uh, if Curse of the Dead came out, was released before Hades, I would have probably have given it more praise and a higher score or higher grade than I would give it. So overall, while this game is a lot of fun and provides some great game uh, replay value, a- a arcade replay value, I should say, I feel like that it is a game that could have benefited with much more storytelling uh, and development with the main character, whoever its name is. Um, I've read other reviews that uh that gave this game a really 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 high score and in some cases deservingly so however it's hard for me to give this game which is very reminiscent of hades i mean it has its differences but at at its core this is hades with with a stamina system (laughs) It, it would it wouldn't feel right for me to provide you know it, it, this game with the same score that they did after playing hades which i gave hades an a plus it would be hard to give this game that same grade when it doesn't provide the deepness and continuity that made hades so great it would be damn near unfair to an extent like this is kind of like i would say this is half or even in some cases three quarters of what hades is i would say more half because hades just provided you I, let me give you this comparison Hades is the Whopper or Big Mac or whatever really great hamburger that you like with with all the fixings. I can't believe I said fixings. And Hades and, and, and Curse of the Dead Gods to me is a bread sandwich. It's really high quality bread, but there's nothing in between it. But it's great bread. So if you just want to eat great bread, there it is. It doesn't provide that much meat. It doesn't provide that much other, you know, you know, any ingredients that would have had to make it a great, you know, tasting experience as you would Hades is. It, it just it would be unfair for me to, you know, give this the same grade that it has because it didn't give it didn't provide that same amount of um, depth to it. So if you I put it like this. 
if you played and enjoyed Hades, you may like this solely for the gameplay alone. If you did not play Hades yet, I would recommend playing this game first, then play Hades so you can enjoy both games respectively. Because if you play this game first, or if you play Hades first, and then you play this game, you're going to feel a little bit like something's been taken out. Something that you wanted to be in there is not there. And you, the experience that you had with Hades kind of diluted your experience with this. And I, and it just could be me personally, but I, it just, I, I, I just don't understand how they're giving almost the same grade that they gave to Hades they're giving to this. It, I don't think it should. I really, it, it didn't, it doesn't provide the effort that they put into that game, which is why that game got awards. If you like the road, uh, if you, if you, uh, if you like roguelike explorers with survival horror, you know, this game is for you. If it'll fit you nicely. So with all that said, I'm going to give this game a respectively B plus. Like, I, I, I think that is very much appropriate, in my opinion, uh, of this game. It's a fun game. It's a great game you can really get into. But at the end of the day, if you got like something like Hades or any, actually, to be honest, any game that Supergiant Games has done, because they provide so much and they, it, they, they get you, they reward you with a suspense of disbelief and you become so invested into that world. It's hard for me to give that the same grade. So a B plus, I think, is more than appropriate for this game. Either way, go out and get it. It's available now on all systems. It's it's pretty fun. It is pretty fun. So, folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of days because um, as I'm talking to you now, I may not have a Sunday show. I may not have even a next week's show. And that's because I am going to take this lovely computer in to get it diagnosed, checked out and actually upgrade it i'm going to upgrade this with some new stuff see what is going to um to get a juice i've had this computer for a long time and it was uh it was built by myself along with um a friend of mine who longer who no longer is with us his name was chris thomas he was the man behind all of my computers that he used to build customly we used to go to micro center and all the stuff get the parts that we need and you know boom come back and put it together put them put something very powerful together together for a low price so um fortunately chris is no longer with us may he rest in peace and uh, he's a man i grew up with when i was a kid and uh He's part of the reason why I'm doing this show. Part of the reason why I'm able to do all of the things that I've done because he helped me with the engine that is needed to make this happen. So it's, it's really hard for me to be able to have to do this and rely on somebody else to put this together now and help me, you know, put this together in, in the way that I need to. So I will be, uh, there may not be a Sunday show because I'm going to take it in, see what's going to need it. If they can put it together in one day, that's fine. We'll have a Sunday show. I was planning to do Pacific Rim Black. Uh, that was on Netflix. And, and if it doesn't happen, I'll do that at a later date. It probably won't be next week because, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out next week. And there's no way I'm going to be able to talk about that uh, anime right now. So there's too much going on next week. This whole March is going to be crazy. So um, we're going to be talking about that. And then, you know, we'll see what we talk about uh, next uh, time on Select Start as well. So 
stay tuned for all that. But again, people, thank you for taking the time to check out this episode and all of our episodes here on Talk Time Live. Uh, please, grab your way to check us out on TalkTimeLive.com. You can listen to all of our shows. You can check out the video interviews as well. And you can also check out all other exclusive interviews on our Talk Time Live exclusive page. If you want to subscribe and download to this show and never miss a beat, you could do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbeam, TuneIn, Audible, uh, Pandora, and PocketCast. I believe, and I believe there's more than that too. But again, shout out to everybody, not just in the United States, not just in the city of Philadelphia, but I got I got listeners from all different parts of the world, and I am very happy to have you all chill and talk about all of our favorite fandoms together so please be safe get vaccinated for god's sake it's getting better we're gonna have a i think this is the year of the light this is the year we're gonna come back so please get it together research your stuff be comfortable with it and get ready because we all are gonna come back out better than ever so that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is ACMG presents talk time live I am out air take care Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.